for those of you just joining us, uh, start, hello, I'm Mr. Christopher, my host over here, uh, Jeff Page is in the house. What's up? <laughs> and of course, uh, we also have a, our lovely guest, Dorothy Inez, in the house. And she, yeah, she is going to be, um, she is actually going to be our onboard professional when we have our discussion tonight, which we'll be talking about. We're just kind of talking about just that ability to, um, for perseverance, to be able to kind of deal with everything that we're dealing with in the world right now right. and just, and still be able to maintain, stay on focus, stay on your goal. Um, so that is, um, that is, that, that is our, our goal. And also another special guest that we have in the house who uh, just dropped in the one and only our very, very good friend, Mr. Garrett Starchild Scheider in the house. What's up, man? Hey, dude. How you doing? Hey, what's up, doing man? Doing fantastic. All right. All right. What's up, Jeff? Yeah, great. To see great to see you. Good evening, Miss uh, Dorothy. Yes, uh, Dorothy Inez in the house. Make sure you call Dorothy Inez. So, and we're actually going to be opening up the phone line, so we'll make sure that uh, she is Dorothy Inez. So, not just Dorothy. Oh. But Garrett said no. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's it's perfectly fine. I've already done it like twice, I think. Um, so, but Garrett Shatter, the one and only gentleman from the amazing, legendary Parliament Funkadelic, is in the house. How you doing, sir? I'm good. And, uh, yeah, it's so good to see you, man. Um, absolutely, it's great to have you back. It's absolutely great to have you back. For having me back. Tonight we'll be doing another episode of Funk the Funk, which is kind of what we're calling this string of shows, which is kind of like a wellness podcast. Uh, we've been doing interviews with music stars like the one and only Garrett Scheider here, and we we've interviewed almost everybody. But one of the things we kind of realized too, or that I realized, was that many of the times these interviews, we don't really don't get like a lot of new information. They've probably already covered a lot of things previously in other interviews. And we started to experience a real shade or shadow of darkness that was kind of covering all of our listenership, the world in general, just this overwhelming sadness slash depression, just, tough times that everybody was going through. And I felt like I wanted to do a show to kind of address it. And a couple of weeks ago, we did a show, our very, very first show on depression and anxiety mm -hmm. and um, invited a bunch of people on. And we had a bunch of people showed up uh, so many people that we could not, we couldn't have everybody on the show that we wanted. Uh, matter of fact, Paul Peterson was trying to get on and um, he couldn't come on because we had every everybody was in the it was crazy with so many people here standing remotely yeah it was it was just nuts but uh luckily my good friend uh, garrett shatter was there and um i wanted to have him back because i kind of felt like you know i wanted to give him more airtime because i felt like there was a lot of things that that he could share about some things motivational and inspirational that can help him kind of you know add to this second episode which we are calling the power of perseverance um and i decided to simply just doing interviews with guests just rarely gets new information that they haven't really discussed in previous interviews and right. with this new approach we get to have deep discussions about current wellness topics that most of these guests have never spoken about before publicly and also kind of allows you to experience a personal side to your favorite artist that you won't see anywhere else and and maybe uh, a side of yourself 
that you haven't even seen. So it right. touches everything. Yeah. So last week, our first episode of Funk the Funk covered depression, which I mentioned. And we had some amazing guests on the show, including Morris Hayes, Tony M, and Dwan Elliott from the New Power Generation. And of course, Garrett Shatter from Parliament Funkadelic, all sharing stories and emotions that you probably haven't gotten an opportunity to see before. There was things that that whole entire discussion, I'm positive none of them have ever discussed online before in an interview because it was very, very personal. Um, just some of the things that they were going through, some of the loss that they were experiencing. Um, plus, we also dedicate a portion of the show discussing messages of motivation and inspiration to make sure that we end on a positive note and help you as opposed to just piling on you with more negativity. Right. right. And along with that, we had uh, two licensed counselors and they offer their words of knowledge and encouragement and, and ideas and ways to help as well. So, Right. Correct. Um, so what's cool about this series is that we're people just like you. All of us, we're all people just like you. We're not psychology professors or Tony Robbins wannabes. Uh, we're just we're just people in the thick of it, just like you. And we're all sharing what's working for us and what doesn't work for us. Right. And even our own personal experiences. We're just sharing everything. Right. And not only is February Black History Month, but it is also self-love and self-care month, which I didn't I wasn't aware of until our also our special guest Dorothy Inez um, had shared with me earlier. So tonight we delve into episode two, where we will be discussing perseverance. How can we stay focused and keep pushing through when the world is well, what the world is right now, right. <laughs> a world of negativity, sadness, sickness, depression, uh, anxiety, political turmoil, and wondering just exactly how we've managed to keep our heads above water during it all. I mean, and maybe some of you haven't kept your head above water. Maybe some of you guys are still out there suffering and maybe you're here and you've come tonight just for like a message of, of, of hope and clarity and, you know, get some good news and be inspired. And I hope that we can do that for you tonight. Our special guests tonight are the one and only Garrett Shatter, as I've mentioned a few times already, member of the mighty Parliament Funkadelic. He also has some incredible solo albums. If you have not heard his solo stuff, it, they are fan-friggin-tastic. Boom! Uh, man, you got to head to Spotify and check out some of that stuff if you haven't, um, if you're short on funds. But if you're not short on funds, please head to his site and make sure you pick up some of that uh, amazing music because he makes a lot more if you actually purchase the albums directly. Yeah, I'm just gonna say, I, I don't care if you're short on funds. You know, pass up a cup of coffee or two. Yeah, just, just <laughs> go out and buy the album for sure. Any of them because all of them are friggin' amazing. Yeah. Um, it's some of the best funk on this side of the planet for sure. <laughs> I appreciate uh, it, man. It's, I mean, come on. It's, you're just a legend. Uh, joining us a little later in the show is Ashley Tamar, who came onto most people's radar working with Prince in the uh, the album on the album 3121. And she obviously was also out front on the song Beautiful, Loved, and Blessed. She's the lead vocalist on that song. Uh, and she also has some amazing solo albums, including the album that she just released last year called My Name is Ashley. And uh, as 
Jeff had mentioned last week we invited two licensed counselors on board to help keep us in check. And tonight we have international best-selling author, speaker, teacher, and mentor Dorothy Inez. <laughs> she hey, is hey, an author. Hey. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. Oh, I'm, we're excited to have you. And she is an authentic confidence and success mindset mentor with a passion and commitment to helping women entrepreneurs experience a spiritual awakening that empowers them to boldly and confidently show up and shine in their divine identity, call and purpose so that they can create a life and business that they love. And since a majority of our audience is very much skewed towards women, it definitely makes sense to have Dorothy Inez on board. Dorothy, how are you? I am fabulous. I'm fabulous. I'm excited to be here and to share, you know, share my knowledge around this area of perseverance and self-love and self-care, because that's what that's the way I found uh, works best to really get through times like this, especially these last two years. Yeah. Um, And I'm glad to have you on board because we're going to need to kind of stop and get some you know, clarity and some clarification on some of the stuff that we talk about. And obviously, you know, we're going to be all over the board with some of this, some of this, but, you know, because perseverance and dealing with what's going on in the world right now is a very broad subject. Um, first, let's describe what perseverance is. Webster's defines perseverance as the continued effort to do or achieve something despite difficulties, failure, or opposition the action or condition or an instance of persevering and steadfastness. So that's, let's, I guess we need to break that down. Um, first question is what are you striving to get to? What is your goal? What is your next checkpoint or your finish line? Is it to get that promotion or a career goal? Is it just to get a job? I mean, some people are unemployed right now. Is it a resolution to a family matter? Uh, is it to make enough money to retire? Is it a major purchase like a house? Um, so I guess I'll start with with our guest here. Let me start with Garrett. Is there still something that you have in your mindset that is a goal? You're like, man, I, I really need to accomplish this in the specific you know, uh, the timeline. And it's frustrating. I kind of feel like I'm spinning my wheels. Is there something that you're trying to get to or persevere to? Uh, exactly. It sure is. As a matter of fact, I actually, uh, just started to, uh, take up and studied it. Right. I just wow. got in the, I just got into networking and, um, I, I've been, I started off studying on my own and recently I've just kind of done some pre-enrollment into like an academy. Uh, but I've been in, in a certain course and two courses for the last maybe month and a half. And um, my wow. goal is to get myself up to speed in like the next three to four months. Uh, so that's that's something that I have just taken on. Uh, just something that I've you know I've always had an interest in computers, and since we've um, kind of been sitting home with this COVID and not touring as much, I figured it kind of gave me an opportunity to really dive into it. And when I dove into it, it's like I, I I like like really started to you know to get into it. I'm like really enjoying it. So that's kind of been my my uh, I guess my 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 barrier from all the other things that are going on around me that have kind of been bringing me down. It's actually I've taken it on as a product. I mean a project, and I've really had a good time the last month and a half with it. So 
If you need wow. me to fix your computer, give me a call. I think I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, Jeff Page, that's actually what he does for a living. So you guys should absolutely uh, get out of here. Oh, yeah, yeah. You guys should actually talk. Yeah. 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 Most definitely, <laughs> man. Most definitely. Absolutely. Now, yeah. and Dorothy, you are, I mean, you're Dorothy Inez, you're so uh, accomplished already, but certainly you probably have some, some goals that you've probably set for yourself. Uh, anything specific that you you think you're probably chasing after more yeah, so I have, than I have too I have too many goals that as you all know as creative people your mind is always you know going for the next thing before the other thing is finished but the thing that I'm doing right now is really honing in my, my goal is really honing in my audience who I who I really want to be in service to I've been in service to women for the last 12 years first as a makeup artist and then as a beauty and self-love coach and now this this whole confidence thing and really narrowing in who I'm here to serve, which is my women 40 plus, because I understand the journey. I understand being in that place of, of transition. And so right now, what I'm working on is my, is my rebranding, launching my very first uh, meditation affirmation CD, which has been on my heart. Cause he always wanted to be Janet Jackson, but my friend was like, no, you, you have this great voice, Dorothy Inez, you should do your meditations and affirmations. So I'm doing that. And just really, you know, as we get older, I always say we're, we're closer to uh, meeting our maker. And my goal while I'm on this earth is to impact as many women's lives as I can. And that's what every day I work hard to do, to inspire. If I change one life, it's worth it for me. And, and what do you kind of feel like your biggest challenges are that are kind of getting in the way of some of that stuff? I would say my biggest challenge right now is being able to get out and meet the right people. You know, I moved uh, moved from L.A. here just before the pandemic. I was here probably like six months or so, and I wasn't sure if I was going back to L.A., so I wasn't getting out and meeting people, and then the pandemic happened. And for the last two years, I've spent most of my time here in Minneapolis in the house. And so I've had to get creative with how to network and how to meet people and generate income uh, mm -hmm. during a time where people were, you know, holding on to their funds and I'm an entrepreneur. And so that was definitely, I was doing business online, but not to the degree that COVID um, invited me to do. Right. I, I, I can only imagine. Yeah. And, and Garrett, I didn't really ask you what, you know, what you kind of felt like some of your challenges were in getting to towards your goals of, of doing IT stuff. Um, well, the, the biggest challenge for me is the fact that I haven't been in school in so long. So just kind of <laughs> like training my mind to like yeah. learn things in that kind of capacity again was the first was a was a real kind of challenge but i'm kind of past that now uh so to be honest um I, the only challenge i guess the only thing that's in the way right now is just me you know what i mean like i i'm i'm um 
so I remember that you guys kind of said last time I was on, I kind of, I, I guess I kind of gave the impression that I was in a, in a pretty bad way, which I probably kind of was, but, um, uh, I'm, this it thing that I've been on has really kind of taken me up out of that. So at this point, um, I, I'm just too motivated and I don't, you know, I'm, I'm the kind of guy who, uh, I, I don't really, I don't really look at barriers or don't really give barriers too much attention. You know what I mean? I kind of give it as much attention as how can I get this out the way? You know, that's a, as much attention as I pay barriers. And that's kind of how I've gotten through a lot of things is, um, you know, I guess not that that's healthy, but I've just kind of learned to tune things that um, that are in my way. I learned to either tune them out or get them out of my way. You know what I mean? Cause I'm a very motivated person. So, uh, all that to say, I don't really have any challenges at the moment besides the fact that I just had to adjust to being back into a curriculum again. So, right, get out of your own way. Yeah, right. I get out of my own way. That's essentially all it is because it's a lot of information coming at me. You know, a lot of information, and um, uh, uh, I guess that's the that that's probably the biggest challenge is 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 making everything kind of slow down for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Page, you know, uh, I'm going to let you talk for a minute because I also want to I'm going to have to pick up the phone so I can open up the phone lines for people. So I'll let you kind of just, you know, talk about maybe what your goals are and what or what your goal is or thing that you're kind of targeting right now and some of your challenges and uh, go ahead and open up the phone lines for folks. Go ahead. That's one of the things I was hoping to uh, slip past this time. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it. I can I can completely relate to the whole thing about um, just trying to get things done because everything is overwhelming. We're in a world of distractions, mm -hmm. so it's very difficult to put your head down and keep pressing forward. And uh, I'll tell you, Garrett, for sure, IT is a lot of, uh, of of information everywhere. But once you get it, you know it sticks. And myself, um, I've I'm I'm an IT guy, but I'm also uh, a musician and producer and writer and all those other creative sides and of course the challenge is is to is finding and honing in and maintaining that uh, that base your base of people you know your your people because mm -hmm. there's something for everyone no matter what so my my challenge has been in that and just like last week with all the uh, things that happened, my latest thing is it's been more difficult to stay motivated, to stay fired up in the studio. But um, it's funny because after our conversations last week, it rekindled a couple of new things. And right away, uh, the, I could uh, the fire was lit and things were coming out of me and I was back to dreaming songs. So um, it's really about uh, letting go and opening up and once once you accept that this is something that's been weighing you down it's no longer a weight i mean if, if you see it you, it doesn't have to hinder you and so yeah. my biggest challenge has been the same thing i've been getting in my own way and not realizing so yeah, I think that is probably one of the most challenging things, really. I'm sorry, I just that was just barely enough time I was <laughs> able to do it. It timed out, and so I had to start it all over again. But, um, yeah, so the phone lines are open if you guys want to call in. Um, you absolutely positively can. The phone line is 2623-WE-FUNK, 2623-WE-FUNK, if you want to call in and kind of talk about some of your challenges and some of the things that you're experiencing. Uh, absolutely. 
we 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 want to hear from you and we've got you know hopefully we've got some inspirational things that we're going to be uh uh talking about again two six two three we funk um so the other part of that definition that i kind of wanted to talk about um as far as perseverance was concerned was it says to achieve that goal despite failure opposition or difficulties um jeff page you might have something to add in here yeah um yeah and, and sorry um we find that a lot of that comes from people very close to us and and uh that's where we start getting confused access to information we think we don't have access to it but we do we just have to start let it go so yeah i'm sorry i just heard that and i'm like oh yeah go. no that's okay i mean yeah it's it's some of that stuff being short goals and whatever, like the opposition can come from a variety of different places. Like if you got a certain goal that you're trying to get to, like you have a certain aspiration to kind of, you know, you want to make it in music or you want to get to X amount of listeners on YouTube or you want to, you know, do whatever you want to do social media or you have other aspirations like uh, Garrett, Garrett here who, you know, wants to do something to expand his mind and do something better for himself to, as far as, you know, to create, an, an alternate career, but some of the things that can get in your way can be family members telling you that your dreams are ridiculous or unattainable. Um, it can be, uh, it can be your, your job by its very nature that sets you up to fail. I mean, I go into stores all the time and I look around and I see all these people working in like Walmart or walk, working in a fast food uh, establishment. And, you know, we can't exist without them, but I also know that that's, probably not what they've aspired to and mm -hmm. you, you try to figure out man what is there anything i can do to kind of help and it i i try not to get bogged down with having you know being so empathetic towards you know certain situations but i know that people are really struggling out there i mean there can be constant obstacles in your way on your way to that goal whatever that goal may be yeah and, and let me clarify that when we even describe that and use the word failure you know, in opposition or difficulties, it's not even about failure um, of the plan. It's it's the short goals because it's steps. And so sometimes we we have to redirect and replan on those smaller steps to reach the main goal. So we're not really failing because of the end that we're shooting for. But it's those in between things that cause people to start feeling more and more down. And, and right, Can I, I'd like to interject interject right here because. First of all, I want to say that I appreciated Garrett's um, Garrett's way of, of viewing because that's a real empowering way where he said um, that he pays no attention to the obstacle and he tunes it out because if you focus, it's like where the mind goes, energy flows. And if you focus on the perceived failure, because it really isn't failure, it's an opportunity, like Jeff Page is saying, to redirect and ask yourself, what can I learn um, from this particular situation? You know, this didn't work, but what will work? And just keep living in the question, <clears throat> living in the question rather than focusing on the negative aspect, because it's like, we're programmed to focus on the negative. I'm working with a coach right now and you think I'm a confidence coach, but it's like no matter where you are, what success level, and I think we're all we're all seeing that, that um, no matter where you're at, 
you have struggles. And we just witnessed that with the loss of Miss USA 2019 on the outside. Beauty, you see success, you see a smile, and people assume nothing is going on on the inside. And I've had, you know, had the same things. For 12 years, I've been working to grow my business as an entrepreneur and you know, it's sometimes it felt like throwing spaghetti on the wall. This worked, that, you know, that works. And you figure it out and, and, and allow those opportunities to be learning lessons. Because one thing that I know, this is the greatest lesson that my spiritual mentor, Reverend Michael Bernard Beckwith taught me, is he taught me that life is always happening for me, never to me. And so when you move, out of, of life is happening to me to life is happening for me, you move into a place of victor consciousness rather than victim consciousness. And so when we're in that particular place, um, we awaken and open ourselves up for possibilities during this time. A lot of people, you know, looked at the pandemic and, and, and it, yes, it can get us down, but what is this an invitation for all of us to learn? I feel like that first year was an invitation for us to get alone with ourselves, to slow down because we always live in this world of I'm too, I'm so busy. I don't have time. I don't have time to talk to, you know, mom. I don't have time for my sister. I don't have time. I don't have time. And it's almost like it's a badge of honor to, to have on rather than looking at that time as that was a time for me to slow down and realize I don't know how the fuck to be with myself. I don't know who the fuck I am and get to know myself. That's what I used that time for was to get to reacquaint myself with myself. And that's not just the little S, that's the big S, that self, that God within that's how we can begin to shift how we're, we're, we're flowing through this time is to look at it more from a space of how can I grow? You know, as, as Garrett, I talked about how I loved your, your perspective of, um, you know, when you, these, these challenges, you didn't see them as challenges, but you, you, you push them out of the way because this was an opportunity for you to grow. And I thought that that was a really empowering um, mindset for, for you to have, and for all of us to have during these difficult times. That's cool, man. Well, that's how, um, that's how I've, I've gotten this far in my life, man. You know, like I've always had this kind of philosophy that, no matter how things, how bad things are or how difficult they seem, they always find a way of kind of smoothing themselves out. And I just always have believed in that. Uh, so I just kind of got to a point where I said, man, you know what? Uh, you know, I mean, things, I, I believe things are kind of put in your way to challenge you. You know what I mean? I don't believe things are really supposed to be easy. Um and 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 with that being said, I just feel like as long as you kind of uh, have like the mindset or the perspective 
to just uh, be able to move things out of the way. You know, like don't make it don't don't let things be an excuse for for not achieving things or not even attempting things. You know, like don't let things be an excuse for that. Um, so I'm like really hard on myself with that, man. Like I, I if, if I set my mind to something, I try my best to see it all the way through until, you know, until I either hit a wall that says, you know, this is it. This is the end of the line. You've done all you can do. It goes no further, you know, either goes there or, you know, like I said, I find a way to climb over that wall because I'm just determined. You know, I've just always been a self-determined kind of dude. And uh, that's what's gotten me through COVID. That's what got me through initially when I shifted to podcasting and found another way to keep my artistry flowing. Uh, and when that got down, you know, the IT thing, you know, the same uh, mindset kind of applies to that. You know, you just don't let anything stop you. Uh, don't don't be just, you know, don't don't get discouraged. And, and like Jeff said earlier and Chris said earlier, uh, there are going to be a lot of people out there that will try to discourage you or try to knock you off your path. Um, and sometimes it's not even malicious. You know what I mean? Sometimes people just, you know, they have a different perspective. And, you know, a lot of people aren't willing to gamble on themselves. But that's the key is you have to be willing to gamble on yourself, man. That's what that's what life is. You out here gambling every day. Every time you go out the door, every time you get in your car, uh, you just always taking the gamble. So you have to understand that. And don't be afraid to take a gamble on yourself, man, because you never succeed if you don't try. So. Absolutely. And I love what he said is like your parents. I'm so sorry. I just wanted to say this oh, one thing because you guys have mentioned it a couple of times about, you know, and, and I use the words of Les Brown where he said, sometimes the people you expect to be a part of the encouragement club are a part of the discouragement club. And for me, you know, and, and, and Garrett said they mean well, you know, they, they, because they're, they're, giving their advice based on either own experience or experience they saw somebody else. And one of those people for me was my dad. My dad, I love him, but he, he, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I didn't, I'm the only creative child of four that he has. And so my path isn't the traditional path. And so he's always worrying about, oh, you're going to be on the streets. You know, you should be doing this. You're this many years old. You should have this. So all these expectations were on me and it gets, you know, would, would get me down and bring me down and start having me think I wasn't enough. I didn't know enough. I wasn't worthy, smart enough, you know, all this not enoughness and, and, and he means well, and it took setting a boundary around that relationship about what could be said to me and what couldn't be said to me. And it's hard to do, especially with a parent, but the boundaries. Yeah. And you, so you, you, and to do it, you know, you have to set those boundaries because you can't let people keep speaking, you know, words of death over you. You need people in your life that are going to speak life over you. And so it took a year. My father and I didn't speak for a year. And now, you know, things have, you know, shifted. And I believe my father has more respect for me, but it took the courage to set the boundary. And it took the courage for me to begin to do my own inner work, to believe in myself and what was possible for me. 
So yeah, I really like that you said that, Dorothy Inez, because you you mentioned something earlier, and I'll I'll paraphrase it. Basically, the idea was bringing me back to me. You know, understand yourself, and my brain kept saying me back to me, me back to me. And what tends to happen is those people close to us when they give us those words, what they're not realizing is inside of us, we may already be afraid. And so if we're already unsure and somewhat afraid, they're giving us more ammunition to stop ourselves, more ways to stop ourselves. So a part of what you said earlier about getting back to yourself, now you're, you'll get the true meaning of what you really want and what you really want to do. Because honestly, uh, anyone who's just doing it now eh, because they're not going to make it through. It has to be a passion. It has to be something like you said, you you found the courage to to move for yourself, the courage to set those boundaries because inside you were driven to do it. And that's where perseverance comes into play. That's where all that strength come from. First, we have to find ourselves, find it, and then we can actually move on it once we believe, despite the fear. So, yeah, yeah it's really connecting to that why. Why, why are you doing what you're doing? Because it's the why that gets you up, whether that's a person, whether that's a mission, a passion, it's connecting uh, to your why are you doing what you're doing? That's what would, would keep you keep you going. Yeah, and I think it's important to understand that, you know, one of the things that a lot of people miss to this part of, of obtaining your goal and working towards your dream and working towards what you want. Overall, it's important to understand that, that goals in themselves can be daunting. It's the biggest issue is getting it planned out. You can have an idea in your head. I was looking, you know, in this chat room here, I saw that, you know, Alfa our good friend, Alfonso Starr, who's an amazing DJ, uh, but one of the things that he was talking about, I mean, he loves, he said he would love to DJ school dances for a living, doesn't want to do anything else, choose not to learn anything else. Just being around music and kids, especially kids with special needs, is the only thing that lifts my spirits. And so, you know, we would love to hear some of your other goals as well. But one of the things that is very, very important in all this process and we brought this up last week with the iconic quote from Benjamin Franklin. If you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. Getting that, having something in your mind, this is what I'm going to do. And now I'm going to start doing a bunch of things to kind of work towards that. That's, that's great. That's part of perseverance. That's part of, you know, getting in that mindset to go, go, go. But one of the very first things they teach you in business school, if you take, if you plan to start your own business, one of the very first things they teach you in business school is how to create a what? A business plan. That is like one of the first things they teach you. You cannot succeed without knowing the steps to get there in writing. And that for me, that's my biggest problems. I have a huge vision for Funkatopia. And I kind of went off the rails here a little bit with this Funk the Funk series because I felt like there were some things that needed to be addressed emotionally and spiritually uh, and, and professionally that were not just affecting me, but kind of affecting everybody. But my biggest issue was not committing stuff to paper, um, sitting down and going, okay, 
what's the first thing I want to do? All right. The first thing I want to do is I want to get the, the Facebook followers up to a hundred thousand. I want to get our YouTube subscribers up to a hundred thousand. Uh, well, how am I going to get to that? But a lot of times it, it's sitting down there and actually figuring out, okay, what are the steps that are going to take me to get to each one of these, each one of these, um, I, I guess, steps in the process to get to your goal. You know, you start out with this blank piece of paper and put at the bottom of the page what your ultimate goal is. And then what are the steps it's going to take you to get there? If it's making X amount of money so that you can retire early, how much money does you have to make each year? What, you know, writing it all out and planning it all out. And I mean, I know what I need to do, but man, right now, I still not doing it. All the stuff that I have envisioned for Funkatopia to be the place to be like the Joe Rogan podcast. I know that's kind of a bad example right now with everything that he's going through, but um, to be like the pot, the Joe Rogan podcast for musicians, for funk and soul and R and B, and right. you know that that if if an artist is a musician is releasing an album, I want one of the first places they think of coming to promote their album to be here. That's my ultimate goal. And there's a lot of pieces that have to be in place, including, you know, this, this new podcast that we're doing, but I know what all the different pieces and I'm just doing it, but I'm running at it full sprint, just doing the checklist in my head. And that is like, probably not the best way to go about it, <laughs> but I'm just, I feel like, you know, I feel like I'm accomplishing a lot during this process. I'm accomplishing I've, I, you can ask Jeff Page, I have been just hammering at it for the past three months, hardcore. And I've been accomplishing amazing things, hardcore for the past, I mean, for, for the past three months, just we've been able to hit lots of different things, but it really should be written down. And Dorothy Inez, when you are kind of walking through or, or kind of counseling somebody, is the the planning process, the actual writing the plan out part of what you would suggest or counsel somebody or suggest to somebody to do? Or, or or is there actually a road to your goals without that process? No, you're on you're you're actually on the on the right path. The first thing you start with is the vision, because you have to have a vision. You have to know where you want to go. So I always open people up with what I call a life visioning um, process that that helps you tap into your 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 highest self to because you ask the first question you ask is you know what is what is the um, the vision for my life? What is the highest vision for my life? So we tap into that part first. And then once we've gone through that process, the piece you're talking about is when you get into SMART planning, which is, you know, SMART is an acronym. So you have specific, measurable, attainable, reasonable, and time-sensitive goals. So if you have your, your money goal, you, you, you're going to follow those steps and you kind of make that little plan like you're talking about and you kind of reverse engineer that so that you end up at you know that point you want to be by knowing what specific actions do I need to take as I'm um, going for this particular goal. I was laughing because I'm very similar to you is I often have my smart plan in my head because I'm a creative. I will write down what the goal is and the by when and all the stuff in the middle 
it's all I, it's like a natural thing to know what to do but each day i have a notepad notepad that I write down what are the top three things I need to accomplish that are going to move me closer towards that big goal I'm trying to get to. And I know that the by when is, you know, like right now I'm doing my CD and I have all these things that I put on my calendar. What's the date I need this stuff done, but all the little things in the middle, they're in my head. Yeah, it's you know, and I, I don't want to take us off this topic because I feel like we're we're on a good track right here. But um, one of our Funkatopia listeners, who is just an amazing supporter, she's always there. And we actually call her one of our producers uh, because normally if we have a question or we can't think of something specific, she normally just heads to Google and she figures it out. And uh, this is somebody that we love very very dearly, and her name is Cami Mattingly. Um, she has struggled with a lot of health issues and a lot of things that just seem, it's just like, you know, some people just seem to be like a magnet for a lot of just things that cause all types of adversity in their lives. Um, and she put in here, she said, I was lucky to start my dream job, which was Aaron's coffee house, but because of health issues, that dream was ripped away. I haven't been able to work through the loss of it and the fact that it won't, it will never happen again. What do you, what is your solace or what do you say to people that are kind of in similar situations like this where, where they have a dream, but just realistically because of just things that are just unavoidably just not are going to get in the way of that. Do you say that they, I, I mean, I don't know what, what, what the solace is here. What, what is the advice that you give to somebody like this? So that's a really good that, that that's a really good question that Cami has because again a lot of people went through you know it may not have been because of health, um, but a lot of people went through losing what they perceived as their dream, and there I invite people to look at what kind of creative ways. First of all, what did she like about working at the coffee house? That's the first thing I would want to know. What did she like about it? What lit her up about it? And then I would want to look at her natural skills, gifts, and talents to see how we could create something like that, um, that she could do from home, from what, you know, from right where she's at. Instantly, I thought about when I thought of coffee houses, I thought about there's, you know, there's direct sales companies that have coffee and that, you know, if it's, if it's a love for, um, making coffee and helping people to lose weight, whatever it is, there's a way to, Find something you can do at home that's creative that will allow you to still meet that that need of your soul. Sometimes we think that, oh, this was the way um, that I was going to reach, you know, my my call and purpose. But in fact, that wasn't the way. That's why the door closed. And if you're open a new door will open. The key is in life is not locking in that to achieve my call and purpose, that it has to look this way. Like I thought, oh, the way I'm going to achieve my call and purpose is I'm going to do makeup 
for the rest of my life. I became a makeup artist at 40. Now I'm 55. How my life looks now at 55 and how it looked at 40 is completely different. But I had to be open to allow spirit to work differently in my life, but yet I'm still fulfilling that call and purpose, which is to be in service to women. So my question for this sister would be, what lights her up about working at the coffee shop? What, what did she feel? How was her call and purpose attached to that particular uh, job? That's what I would want to know to answer that better. But I know for sure there's another way because, again, life is always happening for you never to you. You're not a victim of life. You're not a victim of your circumstance. This is an opportunity and an invitation for you to do something different. Yeah. She said that she was the the chef of the kitchen. So, oh, but Cammy, here's what I want to do. I, you know, obviously you can see Dorothy Inez's web address going on the bottom. So I definitely want to put you two in touch with each other because uh, I feel like Dorothy Inez, you know, she's she specializes in in helping women kind of work through, and 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 kind of help them and counseling and guiding and mentoring. And I think that you guys would be phenomenal. There would be some a phenomenal energy here, because um, I she absolutely has some uh, some answers for you for sure. Um, so as a listener, you have to figure out what it's going to take to get to that goal. I, I think I, what was um, uh, Robin said, what's the stepping stone to the next level? Well, you got to figure out the next level is different for every single person. Right. So it's not, you know, it, it, it's different for me because my, in my next level, yeah, this is an interesting question, Garrett. What is, what is your next level? Because your next level, obviously you are already, you are already playing with one of the most successful bands in the history of music. Parliament Funkadelic. So, I mean, you, you, in many people's eyes, you've already kind of accomplished the, the echelon of, of, of where people want to be, but there was still something stirring inside of you that said, man, I really want to do this IT thing. And was it primarily because it, there, I mean, there obviously was a little bit of a passion there for uh, computers and, and IT, but, you know, was it also a, it, primarily a financial decision. I mean, what, I mean, I was going to say, I'll leave all that out, out and just kind of say this, uh, Dorothy kind of just said something that was key to, to, uh, I guess how I've come to where I am. Right. The first thing was, um, you can't like, um, you can't, I guess, for lack of better term or better, better way to express this, you can't put all your eggs into one basket, right? Mm -hmm. And like, so for Cammy, you know, you have your dream job, or for for me, you know, I'm I'm Parliament Funkadelic, you know, it does it pretty much it gets no better than that, right? You know, dream job, uh, but you know, sometimes circumstances dictate that you can't continue to do something that you might love doing right so with that um comes a mourning period in that you know when something that you really love doing is kind of taken from you you know you have to be allowed allow yourself your time to kind of mourn it 
But uh, the other key that you said, Dorothy, is to not allow yourself to kind of be a victim or allow yourself to start feeling sorry for yourself or feeling like, you know, life is against you or, you know, the woe is me thing. It's kind of hard to do. And that's even hard advice to give the folks because uh, sometimes that can be mistaken as you lacking empathy, right? Um, but that is kind of key to get into that next step is to not allow yourself to be a prisoner of, uh, of that morning or whatever that, that, that ill feeling that you're having about not being able to do what it was that you really loved doing before and be confident and understand that as long as you keep an open mind about it, other doors are going to always keep opening for you. So that's essentially how this kind of worked for me. Um, like you said, you know, the job is over and, you know, you got to figure out a way to keep on surviving financially. Um, and, and of course, I would love nothing more than to still be on tour. You know, I love traveling. I've traveled the world. I've been to many countries and it's probably the best part of my job and I can't really do it anymore. So, yeah, that hurt for a minute. And it took a long time for me to get over uh, a lot of the feelings and emotions that came with the reality that that is just not the same anymore. I got through that and then I allowed myself to walk into another door. You know what I mean? It's not an easy thing to do because I was a musician. You know, again, I played with Parliament Funkadelic. So, you know what that means in certain instances. You know, doors are open for me. You know, certain carpets are laid out for me. Certain accommodations are made for me that, you know, I, that, that are easy to get used to that are not available anymore. You know, we're talking about possibly getting back into the workforce. You know what I mean? So that's the ultimate kind of uh, transition and uh, in, in, in a lot of people's minds, the ultimate transition backwards. But the key is to not see things that way. You know, it's hard to not be cynical when things like that are happening to you. But you got to kind of remain, try your best to remain positive, uh, because I believe in manifestation. I believe that you are going to attract the things that you uh, allow yourself or allow your mind to be clouded with. I think you're going to I believe you attract those things. You know what I mean? So I carry that everywhere that I go in every situation that I'm in or uh, every situation that I encounter. You know what I mean? It's just to try to remain pure and try to remain positive. Not easy things, but those are keys to getting to that next step. Those are things that work for me. That's, I mean, that's you know, truly fantastic information. I mean, you guys are just are, are coming with it as far as the, uh, you know, motivational and inspirational and just helping people to kind of be able to focus on their goals. Kiaria, I'm going to, I'm going to put your post up here in just a second. Uh, for those of you who are just joining us, we're talking tonight about perseverance, how to be able to succeed and continue towards your goals, even amidst all the craziness, the negativity and the anxiety and the depression and how to kind of keep moving forward. Uh, tonight, we have very, very special guest, Garrett Scheider from Parliament Funkadelic in the house. Also, uh, for on the consultant side, we also have Dorothy Inez with us as well. And in about uh, 20 minutes or so, we're going to have Ashley Tamar, who many of you know from uh, Prince's album 
album 3121. She also has a lot of solo stuff as well, but you, she's also the vocalist on Beautiful, Loved, and Blessed. Uh, she's going to be joining us as well, and uh, it's going to be a fantastic night. Uh, we're still kind of working through all this, but uh, to get back to what we're discussing, uh, Kiaria said, how do you go how did you go from doing makeup to coaching said, I guess this is specifically for Dorothy Inez. I've been thinking about a career shift and I'm just not sure how to do it. You know, I, and I think that's a lot of people's question is execution. How do you, how do you, how do you execute? How do you go from, you know, a, a, a thought and process to, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the actual answer is. Obviously research kind of helps and every situation is a little bit different, but is there a specific type of uh, concrete template answer that you would give somebody who says, I, I, I know I want to do something else, but mm-hmm. I don't know how to get there. Right. So first, first of all, um, I wanted to just go back to Cami really quick. Cami, mm-hmm. I do want you to reach out to me, sis, because um, a couple of ideas popped in, uh, popped in my head. So um, DM me. I just want to say that to you. Um, and then to answer is, was it Kiaria? Is that how you say her name? Yes. Okay. Um, so good question. How, how I did it is, um, I actually went to coaching school, um, because I went to coaching school because they said, Oh, eventually it's going to get regulated. And, um, so I wanted to have that credential, uh, behind me, but basically it's not required to have it. But if you decide to move into coaching, I highly recommend getting a mentor um, to help you. That's the beauty of, of the work that I do. You know, having a mentor, having a coach helps take away all the, the time it would take you to do all that research. Somebody can help guide you along the way. That would be um, my number one recommendation. And then like Christopher, said is doing some doing some research following people that are doing what you do what excuse me doing what you want to do and seeing how they're doing it reaching out to somebody and saying you know what would you mind um taking 15 minutes to to talk with me you know some people will do that some people won't because you know you have those people out there time is money but if you know you might have and i'll say to you i'd be willing to talk with you take a moment um you know 15 minutes to just share with you what i did you can also go to my website and it'll tell you my story um how i you know went you know what my journey was so find out from people who are doing what you do, what you want to do and um, start, like we talked about earlier, setting some goals, putting a map in place of how are you going to get there? On yes. paper. On paper, right. Exactly. It's it, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> On paper. Absolutely. Because or you, know, you can put stickies, you know, that's another yeah. thing. people do those mind maps. They have a, a whiteboard and they just put stickies. That actually works better for me than, than, uh, than doing the notebook, but even sticky oh, mapping it out, you know, but either way, the energy of writing it out. Right. Yeah, because that's one of the things that we were talking about is that so one of the things that I want everybody to do if you're listening or you're watching and you have a goal in mind, even if you haven't spoken out about it 
um, or if you're really not sure exactly what it is you want to do, you, you need to really figure out what those goals are. But I would like for all of our listeners and watchers to figure out what it's going to take to get to that goal and, and kind of take that SMART approach, the acronym SMART, um, and commit tonight, tonight, to write down these steps. You know, or, or if you're listening to the broadcast after the fact, just, just pause it and just write, go ahead and write them down exactly what it's going to take to get to where you want to go. Right. And, I want to add to that. Uh, I'm sorry, Jeff Page. I'll go ahead. I didn't know you was going to talk. I'm sorry. No, uh, I just want to add to that because you mentioned something earlier, Christopher. You, I think you said you had your goals and, and you wrote them down, but did you say you weren't doing them or something to that something you were like, why am I not doing them or something like that? Yeah, I was just saying, why am I not writing this down? Why why can't I find that part of the day mm-hmm. to to sit down, get a piece of paper, and and write it down? It's such a I, I know that I have to do it. Every single goal planner, every single motivational speaker on the planet says, if you got a goal, you have to write it. Even the great Steve Harvey uh, has has a. a a long standing thing. It's you, you can find it on YouTube where he says there are two things that you have to do in order to get to your goals. The first thing is to ask God for it. It says you have not, he kept saying the same thing. You have not because you ask not, you have not because you ask not. And it's right there in scripture. You want it, ask for it. It's you have, but he said the second most important thing: write it down, write your goal down. And I have no idea why this is such a struggle for me to sit down with a freaking piece of paper. paper. Even even as an artist, it's like you know I'm a I'm a lyricist and a professional vocalist, and I, I I sit down and I'm just like, I can do that all day long, but why can't I commit to? writing down my goals and the steps that it's going to take to get there. It's like, no, no, I'm good. I'll just keep it in my head. And I don't know why that is or why that, I don't know if I feel like I'm like selling out. If I, I don't know what it is. It's like some kind of weird thing mentally that's happening in my head. That's just keeping me from just writing it down. So I kind of figured, you know, if I, if I ask everybody here, listeners and watchers to including myself to commit to sitting down with a piece of paper either tonight or first thing tomorrow to write down a goal and the steps that it's going to take to get there. Maybe that will be an inspiration for me. If I know that everybody else is doing it with me. Well, and what I was going to add accountability, that, what I was going to add to that is because I thought you had said, why weren't, you know, why am I not doing it? So the writing part. So if you write the goal that, that, you know, like we talked about earlier, you got to have first, what's the vision? What do I want? Write, you know, your smart, your, your smart goals down. But then the other, the key piece to, 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 to me and what I've learned to manifestation is why does this matter? Why does reaching this goal matter? Because I don't care how many times you write it down. If it doesn't really matter, 
and make a difference in your life and the life of those you love, you can write it down all day long and it will never manifest. So there has to be an emotional connection to the goal. So if my goal is to make $100,000, but I'm comfortable at $50,000, I'm really not motivated internally to for the $100,000 unless the $100,000 is going to make some major shift in my life or the life of people that I love. So I just really want to bring that piece to home. And then people like us who uh, who have a hard time um, with writing goals. One of the things I've done is every single year I create a vision board. And so putting those, you know, writing them down and then putting a picture to them because they begin to and you spend time with that vision board every day and it begins to get into your spirit, that image. You close your eyes and you imagine yourself being in the car, being in the house, being being that successful woman or man and feeling because feeling is the key to manifestation. If you do not feel the goal, it will never happen. So vision boards are key. This year I decided to do something different and I created what's called a mind movie. And instead of taking pictures and cutting them out, I took them, um, I took pictures and you always want to put pictures of yourself on your vision board because you want to insert yourself in the vision. So in the mind movie, I used iMovie I put pictures that represented my goal. I put pictures of myself in there. And we all here know the power of music. I selected a song that invoked an emotional response to those images. And so I watch this movie every single day. My song is I Was Here by Beyonce because that is the legacy I want to leave. I want to leave my mark on this planet. So finding a song that speaks to the vision, call and purpose on your life and putting images to it and watching it every day is another powerful way to bring your dreams and visions to life yeah there are so many songs out that garrett's written some amazing songs but uh none of that really are like goal setting <laughs> songs <laughs> they're, they're like great feel-good music when you're when you're working at it <laughs> thank y'all man a whole lot i appreciate it man i really do uh, uh jeff you were about to say something i'm sorry no that's all right that's all right i think um the finding your why and then not being able to write it down and all those all work. And then then you've got that next level to get over. And that's the the people that just just don't it's like it's hard to get them started. And I always take the mindset of thinking of think of it as a, a brainstorm session, you know, like your flush out moment. I, I'm I'm stubborn with a lot of things. I, I'm I'm a stubborn and I and once I get something in my head, you know, it's in my head. Well. I use that stubbornness through if I start a brainstorm and a flush, it actually helps me find uh, flush out the ideas of the direction. But then I find the blockades. And once I find the things that would actually stop me, that's where the, the stubbornness kicks in. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to find a workaround for that no, because I wrote right. it down because I put it down. Now, 
my my brainstorm, my flesh out has become uh, okay. Well, what's the obstacles? Because obstacles are you see are all you see when you take your eyes off the goal, right? But when you're writing, all of a sudden you wrote and you see it. Now stubbornness kicks in. Oh, I'm gonna get that. And then once you start doing that, you find out oh, there may be a better or even a simpler or more direct way to achieve the goal than what the original thought and brainstorm was. But it comes from that willingness to, like you said, write it down. Uh, and, and once you've attached the why and all those things, think of it simple because a brainstorm session and a flesh out is kind of like um, if you're trying to become a musician, you can't just play everything. Some people are not wired to just go out and create a, a vision board right? <laughs> For example, like you have to become that or work your way up to being able to do that. So um, as a musician, the first thing you learn is one string, one note on that string, and then you keep playing it. And then you learn a couple of notes. And then the next thing is how do you make those clean? So right. it really is the same thing with someone who thinks that they can't take the time to create this board and create these uh, big business plans. Well, it, you really can. You just start off with a simple way to do it and change your thinking. It's our mindset that keeps us from doing these things. And then we verbally tell ourselves we can't do it because nothing's more powerful than the spoken word. So once we turn those things around, I think it's much easier to create those vision boards and create those other things that we need to write. And vision movie. I love, I love the movie idea. I'm going to apply that. So and always keep in mind, I still love what uh, Dorothy Ines said, um, life is happening for me, never to me. And so once you start putting that in your mind, Cami and everyone else, all those things, it's like, oh, wait, it's happening for me, which leads to what Garrett said, you know, the door, he walks through the door. And I always tell people that sometimes a door has to close for another one to open. Mm -hmm. So we're fighting for something, but yet again, here we are now, where are we going? What do we want? What's our why? We can move forward if we start putting those things in that way. So, yeah, and I think we need to, those are all phenomenal suggestions. And, and I think we need to talk now. So we want people to commit to writing down their goals and figuring out how the steps and, and, and whatnot to get there. But now I want to talk a little bit about the obstacles. Um, we all heard the devastating news about um, the former Miss USA, Chesley Christ, uh, who tragically jumped to her death from a midtown high rise Sunday morning. Um, and she was Miss USA, but apparently um, she, and I think she won like Miss USA in like 2019. Um, and, uh, but people were just lighting her up for whatever the variety of reasons would have been. There was just a bunch of people that were just essentially, uh, essentially, you know, trolling her on Twitter. And I think she had posted, uh, I don't remember what, what the whole story was, but there were just people that were just attacking her online, like nonstop. And, and, and it was just, it's, and it drove her to commit suicide and the and the reason why I bring up this is is because there are varying levels of 
obstacles and things that are meant to deter you and pull you down. It, the higher that you are in a ladder, the more people that are going to come at the bottom rung of that ladder and try to kick you off. The bigger you are, the more visibility that you have and the more of a magnet you are for those kind, that kind of ridiculousness. The absurdity of keyboard bravery continues to destroy lives. I mean, people that are hiding behind their words and they're faceless, cowardly, and way less meaningful to society than the person that they're attacking. Yeah. I mean, I, I guarantee that the people that were sending these little vomit emojis to Chesley Christ haven't accomplished a thing in their lives. So right. one night sitting in their lonely bedroom, trying to figure out how they can be relevant in the world and get some attention, decide to send hateful, destructive posts or tweets to someone who has actually accomplished something they can only dream of accomplishing and not realizing that the text that you're sending, the treat, the tweet that you're tweeting, the post that you're posting could be the one thing that sends that person onto the top of a New York high rise to end their lives. So a really important question in this process, and a lot of people are there, it may be on a local level for you. There may be people in your personal life that are attacking you for a, a variety of reasons or saying horrible things just because they're shitheads. It doesn't matter. How, but how do you, what, what can you do? And I guess, um, I, I, I'm not even sure where, I guess I'll start with Dorothy Inez. What would you suggest to somebody that is, how do you drown out that noise? I mean, a lot of people, realistically, I know a lot of stars specifically, just delete Twitter, delete Facebook, delete Twitter, delete social media, because there's so many assholes out there that are just ridiculous and are only there to, to harm. And they're, they're, most of them are peons and nobodies. Uh, but how can you stop that and, and stop absorbing it and taking it so personally? Well, the first thing I, the, the first thing to recognize is that you can't stop it. You know, that that's the first thing to recognize. It's like, I think that's like the first part. I think when people do the 12 steps is like recognizing what you can and can't control and what you can't control is what other people say other than doing what you suggested, deleting um, that form of communication, that connection that somebody, you know, has with you. Um, so there's that. And then the next thing is this is why doing your inner work is so important. And I can't stress that enough because see who you see me being right now is not who I was 15 years ago. I was depressed. I was down feeling unworthy. I'm the child of, of, a, you know, my mother abandoned me at the age of five. So from the for the, the very beginnings of my life, I had unworthiness inside of me, but it didn't shift until the age of 40 when I decided to do the inner work, because when you decide, you know what, enough is enough. I don't want to, 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 um, be this way anymore. I, I, I know I'm worth more. And you start investing in yourself, reading books, being around people who uplift you. 
that helps to begin to shift how you see yourself. Because I always say, when you love yourself, you love God because you are created in the image and very likeness of divinity. And when you embrace your true identity, which comes through personal development, spiritual growth, shifting your mindset, doing self-care practices on a daily basis, when people spout all that crap on you, it, it's like you have this force field around you and it comes and it hits you and it bounces off. Because I always used to say, I said, imagine myself cloaking myself every day in the spirit. I let that be who steps out into the world. And But it doesn't just happen. It takes work. It takes perseverance, what we're talking about, because we come up against the ugly. We come up against what's going on between our two ears, because who talks to our to us more than anybody else? We do. And that's why we've got to shift the inner dialogue that's going on. And it only happens through consistent and committed personal growth. You have to be intentional about it. Yeah. Don't, don't let external forces dictate you or define you. That's great. Now, Garrett, you probably have some of this. Um, I mean, you're, you're like all over social media. I mean, you've probably experienced this in one way or the other. I mean, how, how do you kind of just shift it out? You just not pay attention to it. Yeah. I, you know, I'm the kind of guy, you know, like I, I just, you know, I, I know that all of that kind of stuff is it comes with the territory. So I try not to get too bent out of shape about it. You know, I've been attacked for vaccinations. You know, I've been told I was a sellout. I've been attacked about my music. You know, I've had people troll me and tell me, you're not your dad. You're not Gary Scheider. And just, you know, I've had all types of craziness. And, um, you know, I, I'm not going to act like I don't always react the right way because you see stuff like that and sometimes stuff you know it 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 touches you in a way that you don't even realize it's going to touch you until you you know encounter it until you read it or whatever um but the best thing to realize about that kind of thing is just what dorothy kind of said is that or dorothy inez i'm sorry i think i've been doing that all night too i'm very sorry uh, <laughs> that's the thing is to realize is that um that's out there you know it's not going anywhere it's as as common as for me as an entertainer understanding that everyone is not going to like your work no matter who you are no matter how great it is or you know no matter how great you might think it is or whatever you know everybody's not going to like everything um so you have to first and foremost understand that and then also understand that people are going to have extra courage when they don't have to face what they're saying. You know what I mean? So just understand those things, man. Like like you said, the people on the other end who are who are spitting that vitriol, they have a, an agenda themselves. They want to be heard. They're trying to you know get some attention themselves. Or they might just be trying to make themselves feel good by you know by raining on your day. You know, so the key is to not let them have that kind of power over you, man. 
and uh and and if that's a tough thing then yeah you have to just kind of delete it and you know let it go for a minute because those social none of those social media sites i believe are are really for um the fragile i don't think any of those sites are, are, are for people who are you know who are, are fragile psyche psyche or whatever because those those things they 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 play on that you know they're they're to me social media is like um those those women magazines that used to play on women's insecurities to get them into the magazine and then want to sell them weight loss this and you know uh, improve yourself here and da, 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 da. that's what social media is to me it's a popularity contest and you know sometimes people are just depressed by the fact that you know i only have only 10 people liked my you know you posted you know you you got yourself dolled up or whatever you made yourself look as beautiful as you could and you posted the picture and two people reacted to it you know what i mean like just stuff like that kind of kind of you know crumbles people man so yeah you just have to understand that that's that 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 is it's 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 don't take it that serious you have to figure out how to not take it that serious and another thing that i do is i just essentially i just strictly use it for promotional purposes i don't post too much of my personal business on there i don't make it about my personal business i make it strictly about my my brand and promoting my brand so everything you see up there is going to be music it's going to be a promotional post you know that that's what it's all going to be pertaining to and i can take people critiquing that so yeah and it's all and and all just again for those who are not familiar with with uh, garrett's music it, it absolutely is uh fantastic stuff i mean if you love the funk and you love the sound of parliament funkadelic and you love that that raw funk that i mean garrett Schneider, every single bit of his music every song i say this between him and danny bedrosian it doesn't seem like they were they can't they have the they can't release a bad song it's like oh, everything they put out even like a demo version stuff is like oh this is killing it <laughs> oh man it's, i mean and that's the other thing too where you know talk a little bit about music um you know that's the other thing too and Dorothy Inez was talking about this, about how you train your brain, how you, you know, pay attention to what you put in your brain, what, pay attention to what you're, what you're listening to, even the stuff that's not a tweet or it's not a post. What are you listening to on a regular basis and subliminally taking in? I mean, this is ultimately a music podcast. So I want to make sure that we discuss the effect that music has in this topic. I mean, music is what helps us through our lives. You got to pay attention to the messages that you're getting. I mean, some music and songs are, are designed to make you unmotivated or sad, not because they want you to be unmotivated or sad, but they want to communicate to you what the object or the person of the song is experiencing. It's designed, some songs are designed to take you on a journey to, to become enveloped in a song i mean like a, a prince song that, that comes to mind is the song there is lonely a truly heartbreaking song about loneliness i mean the lyrics are is it me or did the room just get darker is it me or did i just lay down and die is this a dream or did the world just crumble at my very feet how in heaven will i ever be all right 
there is lonely and there is lonely. And then there is how I feel right now. Perhaps only Cain, when he'd slain his brother, could ever come close to knowing how. <laughs> that song is depressing. <laughs> but it's designed to help you fully understand just how lonely he is. But that doesn't mean that you should live there. That's this is just an experience and journey. I mean, when you see films and documentaries or groups like the Hells Angels or some white supremacy groups, I guarantee you the soundtrack that's playing in the background is not neo-solar jazz. <laughs> it's, it's always like this heavy metal, angry, you know, every style of music has a different effect on people. And many of us unknowingly surround ourselves with music that actually can have a negative effect on our actions, yeah. our product, our productivity, our emotions. And if you can get to the end of your workday and look back and you haven't accomplished anything, you might want to pay attention to maybe what you're listening to and what you were maybe possibly subliminally distracted by what you're going to say something, Garrett. I was going to say that actually goes beyond just music, you know, like true. So I, I try to have discussions like this with a lot of people who are willing to, to listen to it. But the, uh, the truth of the matter is most of this, uh, at least in this part, this country, I will speak for because we consume the most uh, television and, you know, all that kind of jazz there. Uh, this is the most programmed <laughs> region in the world. Most of the people in this country are programmed sheep and don't realize that they're programmed. I, I'm probably guilty myself. I'm not excluding myself or acting like I'm like woke and y'all aren't. No, <laughs> it's that prevalent that most of us in this country are probably programmed. The TV we watch, the things we read, you know, even the, the news that's reported to us, you know, as well as the music that we listen to, uh, especially these days, uh, a lot of it, I, I almost feel is designed to kind of put us in that kind of trance right now. I kind of, you know, like that, to put on my slight conspiracy hat. I'm not really a conspiracy dude, but for me, what you're talking about for, and what I look at, I believe that right now we are all being kind of programmed. I think the ultimate program is for us to just is, is, is fear. I think that's the ultimate goal is to kind of just having us fearing everything. But I believe that it's deeper than music. It's all media that we consume right now is is kind of toxic. If you look at television, what what what? The only thing that's prevalent on television right now or that works, you can is reality TV. You can put a reality TV show on. It could be about next to nothing. <laughs> next to nothing <laughs> important. You know, as long as you have people on there who are willing and able to do whatever they can or will are willing to do for their 15 minutes of fame. And it's caught on. Because now if you look at these new social sites like TikTok, for instance, TikTok <laughs> to me is reality TV in 30 second increments. It's, it's that. And that's what uh, the, that's the, the things that we've consumed these days have pushed us to these links to where people will do anything for a little bit of fame or do anything if they think that they can up their social media following. And, you know, I think that's very dangerous, <laughs> very yeah. dangerous. 
dangerous. It's it's extremely dangerous. Je- Jeff, you had something to say. I'm sorry, uh, we interrupted you too. De- uh, Garrett, but everything you're saying is so true, especially with the social media scenario we're dealing with right now. It's insane online right now. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. And it's it's kind of like um, what you said about social media and all that. Right now, everything is centered around likes. Well, we know that. We get that. Social media is about how many likes did I get? Does somebody like me? But what we're also not realizing how integrated uh, the system has become, your job and uh, Miss America scenario, her entire profession, entire success is based on someone else's opinion of her. Mm-hmm. So we've Good got point. in mind that a lot of what we're doing is is gearing towards what does someone else think of me? So it is very, it can become extremely difficult to find me and to get out of that mindset because we're so trained, just like you said, it, it's not just social media. It's, it's, it's your job, it's your work, it's everything. And it's always, what does someone else think of me? Mm-hmm. So we realizing, yeah, we stop realizing what we think of us and it becomes very difficult. Uh, so I wanted to make sure I, I put that in there because we were we were talking about Miss America and how we just tune it out. And depending on your career choice, it's completely based on not tuning it out. So yeah. it becomes very difficult to uh, turn that switch off. And those who are uh, what they call the trolls and the haters or just random people who don't realize that their words are can affect someone as strongly. Um, they're not sympathetic to that life. And they have to understand that if you're an entertainer specifically or a performer, everything you do is about somebody else enjoying it and someone else's opinion. When when you write a song or when stand-up comedian goes on stage, he's writing from his heart. Your response to that is your laughter or your claps or your dancing or whatever it is when you're performing. That's you telling me you like me. So when those responses don't come and when I when people don't respond to, hey, I've got a new song out or when, you know, whatever it is, that's where the pain starts coming. Mm -hmm. So um, when people say decide that you're doing something because you love to do it, that is the true strength that's going to come from it. And if we don't, if we lose sight of that, Mm -hmm. that continue to get caught in is how come nobody, nobody else likes me? No, it doesn't matter who likes you. It's a, it's a fact that no matter what you do, there's somebody who appreciates it. So just keep doing what you do. Mm-hmm. And it has to be about you. Mm-hmm. So I just want to make sure I mentioned that too, because it's hard to come out of that. That's so good. I wanted to go back to uh, Christopher's question about music, um, because music like you said, this whole show is about music. And I think all of us can agree about the power of music. And a couple of things that um, I've done with music is um, create playlists on, uh, use something like Spotify, whatever, to create a playlist of inspirational um, music. I just found out Spotify even has like, motivational talk so you can create a playlist and and even if you notice that you go into particular moods let's just say productivity you can make a productivity music playlist a workout playlist um i'm sad playlist so it's all music that lifts you up and then singing 
studies show singing calms the nervous system. I think that's why singers, people in the music business are so calm and look young and youthful because vibration, that the singing, the being in the, the sound of the instruments, it's vibrating our our bodies and it's, it's calming the nervous system. So I always sing. I have a karaoke machine in here. And when I feel down, I go turn that mic on and I start singing worship songs. When I'm just walking in my house, worship songs. It goes back to what Christopher said. What are you filling your mind with? Because in those times of trouble, those songs, those lyrics come to you almost automatically because it becomes the talk that you're telling yourself. And it takes you, music has the power to, 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 um, trans, what, what's the word? Like, Transcend. transport us, transport us to, uh, to different times. You know, like, you have, you know, when you put on a Prince song, you're like, oh, I remember, you know, when, and it takes you back to a time you felt happy. So use the gift of music on your journey as you go for your goals, whenever you're feeling sad, depressed, use that gift. And, and I'm so grateful to all of our musicians because when I was younger, I was on punishment a lot. And music, <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, yeah. I, I had a D in math. My dad kept me on punishment for whole summers, but music is what got me through. I could keep, give a crap about TV, but music, use it as, as a tool in your toolbox when you're feeling down. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think music and, and uh, all that is so important. And for those of you just joining us, I'd like got to do a little bit of a recap. Um, we are talking tonight. We're doing another episode of Funk to Funk. We're talking about perseverance and how you can continue kind of pushing through towards your goals and um, just finding ways to kind of tune out the negativity and just be able to kind of move forward in a more positive direction and just kind of, we want to kind of motivate and inspire. And tonight we have a very, very special guest, uh, a good friend, Garrett Scheider. Garrett, uh, Danny Bedrosian just texted me and uh, said he's enjoying the show. He says uh, he says hello and he's uh, he's loving everything you got to say. His uh, he wanted to come on the show. He said his son is sick right now. I guess uh, his child is sick more or less and um, screaming and hollering. So he's not going to be able to. He wasn't going to be able to drop in and say hello. But he wanted to uh, give me a What's shout out. Danny, what's happening, dude? See you soon. Yeah, man. And uh, also, uh, we have uh, motivational speaker, best-selling author, Dorothy Inez in the house. Of course, my co-host, Jeff Page. And also, uh, awaiting, and I'm, she doesn't have her camera on, but uh, Ashley Tamar is here. She's in the, she's in the waiting room right now. And, uh, and, and I'll go ahead and bring her on. Good, good friend of ours. Uh, let me bring her into the mix and make, make sure she keeps get uh hey hi cowboys man <laughs> ashley tamar's in the house what's up beautiful hey loved and blessed <laughs> cowboys hey. fan oh my yeah. gosh she had to add cowboys it. fan in there i love it let them know right yeah. you know i am <laughs> look here we go i'm I 
Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah okay. I love it. All right, then. All right. Yeah. Okay. There you go. There you go, Garrett. Let him know. Yeah. So let's go ahead and, well, yeah, see, here's the thing. A lot of people don't know this, but with uh, now officially with Tom Brady officially announcing his retirement today, he's officially we have the best quarterback in the, in the and with uh, and with um, uh, what's his name <laughs> uh, from the from the Ben from the steel from Roethlisberger from the Steelers also retiring now. Oh. We Matt Ryan is now the leading passer in the NFL in yardage, which is crazy because we don't really have any wins to show for it. So no, it's kind of we weird. <laughs> no, we but it's okay. Not. We'll take whatever win we can get. Yeah, uh, but, trophy. but Ashley, how are you there? I know you've been kind of running around doing a lot of things. So we're talking tonight about uh, perseverance. I'm so glad that you are here um, because we're talking about the – the point in the, where we're at right now is we're talking about music and we're talking about the, the effects that music has on um, kind of drowning out the negativity and drowning out some of that, you know, you need to absorb positive music and absorb positive messages. And I know that that was like really, really a big thing when you were working with Prince, you know, especially during that 31, 21 period and all that, that that was really a phase that he was in. And I don't know if he, what and you do that a lot in your music too. I mean, all of your albums are phenomenal, but as far as the positivity is concerned, is that something that is always front and center for you when you're writing music? Yeah, definitely. I heard a little bit of what um, Dorothy was saying. It is very prevalent in everything that I've done. I mean, since I was a childhood, my, you know, you said something really powerful, Dorothy. You know, spiritually, sound is a spiritual thing. It's a frequency. I don't think I really tapped into frequencies until I started working with Prince. Like our conversations were like always about like sound, colors and frequency. And he's the one who really got my mind into like 432 Hertz music. And and um, I started doing more yoga, not where they were chanting, but more where the music was just the driving force to just relax you. So yeah, I didn't realize that's what I was gravitating to all my life. It's just all my life. That's all I listened to, you know, while some people were listening to one artist, I was maybe listening to, you know, um, Yolanda Adams or <laughs> like growing up, like I just loved gospel music. I love praise and worship music. There's something about just pure praise and worship. Maverick City music is one of my favorites right now. Like they just take me in a zone. And so you're right, Dorothy, it is really what you feed your spirit. So yeah, I just, it just, I naturally, I don't sit down and say, oh, I wanna write a positive song. No, it's like life, what we write about sometimes is really what's happening subconsciously or really happening. So yeah, I've always been doing it just all my life. Now, I know that you and Jeff Page can speak about the significance of, and, and I'll, I'll make your, Jeff, I'll make your screen bigger for a second, because everybody can notice that 432 hertz uh, oh. symbol in the upper right hand uh, corner. Uh, but I, I, I don't know who, which one of you can speak better on the significance of 432 hertz uh, so that people here who don't know what, what that is, uh, which, which one of you would be better? Well, I can tell you um 432 hertz is the frequency of the universe so um everything planets the earth everything vibrates at very specific frequencies 
And so when you tap into that frequency, your body resonates differently. And so um, there have been disagreements as far as the music and how that uh, affects things because music, if you're a musician, you know it's at 440 hertz. However, music was not always at 440 hertz. So the controversy behind why it changed isn't relevant. However, if you look at the vibrational, uh, the resonance of the sounds at different frequencies, you can see when something is, um, I don't know what the better word is, but vibrating at a higher level, let's put it that way. So Tamar, what is, what, how did Prince describe 432 Hertz to you? Oh, you're, you're muted. You're muted. That's <laughs> exactly how he described it. He described it just like that. He might've went more into depth. Like I said, musically, like um, we, I mean, biblically, we went into like, if you look at certain scriptures in the Bible, whether you believe in it or not, sounds of trumpets. And when it would say sound the alarm, it was always a pivotal moment in biblical history, right? So even now, like a school bell ring, when a school bell rings, I mean, it's that practical. School bell ring, you know, you're going to the next class or the next period or it's recess or, you know, so that's how he would, he and I got really in depth with it. And that's when I really just started watching even like songs that I sing. Like I stopped even singing at open mics sometimes because I was like, I'm not gonna sing a Christian song or a gospel song or a this kind of song because that's not the type of night it is. But I also didn't wanna just always sing like Aretha and not saying it was anything against Aretha. It was just like, at the time it was like, what did I feel and what did I feel needed to be said at that moment? And music definitely has that appeal. You know, when you go to a certain place, you don't wanna hear certain types of music. When you go to yoga, you're not really trying to hear R&B. Like one time I was getting a facial, true story. I go to facials and for some reason I knock out completely. When I get a massage, I can't go to sleep. But for some reason with facials, I can go to sleep. And one time this girl had like a whole hip hop like playlist and I just could not relax my mind because of the fact that it was this hip hop playlist. Nothing against hip hop, <laughs> but I just felt like it wasn't that place for me to relax and take my mind off of anything, right? So yeah. Now, Garrett, do you deal uh, anything with? Are you familiar? Were you familiar with the four hundred thirty-two hertz frequency? And is any of that applied in your music anywhere? Not at all. I've had <laughs> the discussion, but I'm, you know, that's a little deeper than than my music right there, or too deep for my music right there. At least yeah. right now, I need to do a little bit of research. You know, and, and I saw somebody. Uh, what was it? Oh. Andrew said, uh, Andrew said, there's a 432 hertz music player that I play my digital music on. Right. Jeff Page, is there a, di there is a, a 432 hertz music player that you can, well, I don't understand. Is it? Yeah, well, there are players out there that it, it's really simple. All it does is it detunes it to that frequency, the entire song. So um, yeah, um, it, it does a pretty good job and you know, it's kind of like when you go anywhere and you listen, you may or may not notice. But over time, I, I believe you can't help it. Uh, when I write a lot of my music, I tune every instrument that I play to 432 before I create my music. Now, I, I didn't realize this. I, this is new to me. Now, I, I obviously, Dorothy Inez, maybe you can speak a little bit to this. I, I don't know. But I, I did at one point in time. Uh, focus a little bit on uh, binaural music. And um, so, which is really just tones. It's really, really specific tones that 
kind of put your mind in a specific place. You know, you can, if you want it for focus, if you want it for whatever it is that you, that you're wanting to accomplish, there's different tones that you can, have you ever experimented or are you familiar with any of those types of sound type of, I guess, therapy? Yeah, I'm familiar with binaural beats. I actually have an app on my, um, on my phone and I, I, I think it works similar to what we're talking about here with it's just different frequencies that you play and they move um, from ear from ear to ear and they create senses of uh, the calming of the nervous system or whatever your their mind has so many things focus productivity studying so they just use these different frequencies um, for those particular things that you're trying to accomplish using sound. And it sounds to me like uh, Tamar was saying, it sounds to me like yoga music uh, when I listen, when I listen to it. Also, another cool thing for people who are interested, because I've loved um, looking at the, the power of vibration and creativity. If you go on uh, YouTube and you look up uh, vibration and sand, you can see how the different frequencies based on the yeah. lower vibration, um, the, the sand creates less intricate, um, uh, formations. And then the higher the frequencies go, you get more intricate vibration just from the plate. Um, and so it just shows me the power of, um, of, frequency of energy and what it has the capability to do within ourselves. Um, because again, going back to the voice, using the voice to calm, using music to calm down our nervous system. It's scientific that if you're dealing with stress, use your voice, use music to calm your spirit. Now, Ashley, did, did Prince ever kind of tell you in a practical way how to apply those types of frequencies and, and hurts to your music no, no not at all no we didn't we didn't do that we just uh i mean like i said out of all the songs you know beautiful love and blessed was the only one where he just challenged me looking back you know just to write what i innately do which is songs that speak to me first and then they'll speak to others you know so um yeah but we didn't we didn't he we didn't do any like exercises or nothing like that well, well, and for, again, for those just joining us, you're pretty late at this point in time, <laughs> but we have, it's, it's uh, Ashley Tamar, who many of you know for her work with Prince during the 3121 era. She's also the vocalist of Beautiful, Loved and Blessed, but oh my gosh, her solo stuff is off the charts. I'm telling you, it is, you have to, I mean, I have all of them and all of her stuff is amazing. I, I mean... It's an honor to have both you and Garrett Scheider from Parliament Funkadelic here because your solo work, even though, you know, Ashley, you're you're best known for your work with Prince and Garrett, you're best known for your work with Parliament Funkadelic. But it's just such a travesty because your solo work from both of you is just unbelievable and it's unfathomable why your stuff isn't all over the radio both of you i mean it's just it doesn't make any sense to me at all it's, just, it's too good we're too good <laughs> it, it is you got, it's just ridiculous it's ridiculous and i'm honored to be I, on here i did want to say though um, when you asked me to be a part of it i was talking to my best friend and the biggest thing that i would encourage a lot of people you see the memes that go around and say you know check on your strong friends and stuff but i think um one 
thing that I really just encourage the listeners and viewers, hey, you guys, how are you? Um, is to, when someone crosses your spirit, like we have been talking about, like things that are like, you know, intangible and the spiritual side of things and sound and, you know, don't negate when someone crosses your spirit. Don't negate when someone is on your mind. Don't negate calling them and don't negate texting them. This is to me, with all that's going on, it is really a season like, oh my God, like, I, cause I know it hurts me when I text someone and someone's like, oh my God, I just was thinking about you yesterday. And it's just like, hmm, that's very interesting. It would have been great if you would have texted and said something, you know, and I don't think people understand that one gesture means a lot, not as an afterthought when they're gone, not as an afterthought after they've called you and you said something, because it does something. Relationships are two ways. Um, whether I talk to you every two years or every one year, I feel like the biggest thing I can tell everyone today is like with all that's going on, if someone crosses your mind, not mm -hmm. just social media, not just whatever, please pick up the phone and really pray before you hear their voice. And if you ask them how they're doing, be ready for people to tell you how they're doing and be acceptable to whatever they're going through and not just like, oh, you'll get through it. Because even with me, like being in California by myself, sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish I could, you know, speak to more people from back home or, you know, I'll call people from back home and everyone's busy. I get it. Everyone's trying to catch up from years of a pandemic, but we all can't be too busy where we're looking at the news and it's just like, we just don't know what day is, days are going to hold anymore. So I just really want to encourage people to do that. Yeah, I think that's extremely important because, you know, Jeff Page and I were talking about this earlier that uh, a couple of weeks ago we had done um, done an episode on depression and uh, our very good friend and uh, past co-host on this show, Rob Rhythm and his wife were also on the show and he has been going through a lot, um, a lot, a lot. Um, a friend, I'm pretty much has have been his best friend since we were 15. I'm 53 now. Um, so I've known him for a very, very long time. Um, but there was one person in his life that he's known longer, um, was a friend of his that was actually, um, murdered in a road rage, road rage incident. And that was one of the reasons why he stepped away from the show was because of all the emotional, stuff that it was causing and all the depression that was kind of just piling on him. And he kind of felt like the show in itself was just, it, it, it just took a lot for him to kind of come on the show and, and kind of put on a brave face and do everything that he needed to do. And it became, it, it became real evident that we were kind of striking on a topic that was really hitting very, very close to home for him. And um, he was going through it. And he's still going through it. And so thank you, Ashley, for, for, for saying that I did actually, I've been kind of reaching out to him and, you know, kind of saying, man, uh, you know, thinking about you, whatever, whatever I can do, whatever I can, you know, it's a lot. It's, it's, there's so much that's going on in the world right you know, today. And, you know, again, the, the topic that we're talking about tonight is, is, is perseverance and, and, all the stuff that's going on, these types of occurrences and these types of this type of negativity and these types of things that affect our psyche and that cause us to go into states of depression and that cause us to struggle and try to, you know, wrestle with our spirit and just can get us off track of what our God given goal may be. God has literally placed 
a purpose on everybody's life that is listening to this show right now. God has a plan for you. You may not. And I, I said this quote before that God has got, is doing 10,000 things in your life, but you may only be aware of three of them. It's there's, there's a purpose that you have and you got to figure out and you, and you, most of us know what that purpose is. No, most of us know how to arrive at that happiness, but it's like staying focused and staying on that goal and persevering towards those goals is ultimately what's uh, what's important. And it's, so now we're kind of talking a little bit, of, we were talking a little bit about some of the, the stuff sonically that you were, you put into your uh, mind and Dorothy Inez, I know you didn't want to have something to say about this too. I just wanted to piggyback on, on um, what you're saying here. I think this is a good opportunity uh, for people when you're talking about basically what you're saying is God is always um, working in our lives, even when sometimes we think God isn't. But I um, would invite people to a beautiful practice you can start either in the morning or the night is a gratitude practice, having a journal um, next to your bed and at night thinking of all the things you can be grateful for, you know, your eyes working, your legs working today, you had food on the table, whatever it is that you may think is something that's uh, an everyday thing. It's actually a blessing because maybe somebody tonight, not maybe somebody else didn't have food. Somebody else's legs weren't working or eyes, whatever. It's like really stepping into the energy of gratitude because that can take over um, the, the energy of fear, doubt, scarcity. And so that's just something I just wanted to, to share is that a penny on the ground, that's, that's money. That's abundance coming your way. A lot of times I used to walk past a penny. Now I pick it up and I say, thank you, God. Thank you for that. Because I'm opening up the door for more abundance, more, you know, more things to come my way when I can appreciate even the small things in life. Even if the penny's not heads up. Even if it's not heads up. <laughs> Just check it. Just check it. <laughs> if it's tails up, I'm just like, I'm just gonna leave it there. <laughs> no, get it all. It's it, it's good. It's all good. <laughs> uh, anyways, so we were talking a little bit about music. Um, Jeff, I know you were you were talking a little bit about this before, and uh, I kind of have it in the notes here too about controlling what comes out of your mouth. Did you want to kind of speak a little bit more uh, yeah, about that? Absolutely, because we're we're in this place now where we're talking about ways to uh, to continue to persevere, how to do it. And again, the first thing: ignore the haters and the trolls, and understanding that you know everyone who's a hater isn't the hater is an overused expression, and we're starting to to lose its power and value. But it's a powerful thing because a hater is somebody can be someone who loves you. It's not about people who just are out there talking about you. So. Uh, but we need to get past that and then pay attention to what we put into our brain, the music we listen to, the frequency. Well, it has no choice but to get to the the, the most important thing for me, I, th I believe, is controlling what comes out of our mouths. Because there is, I still say, there's nothing more powerful than the spoken word because what you say manifests itself. And and we, we, we misjudge that. We think it's just when we say something and it's not. It can be um, just a simple joke when someone just something happens. They say something simple like, oh, I hate my life. Well, 
they're just saying it and they don't think it means anything, but it does. When, when someone asks you, how are you doing? And you're like, eh, I'm getting by. Well, there's a lot of power in that because you'll always just be getting by because you're, you're, you're taking that frequency, that sound and putting it into the universe and you'll stay that way. And we have to remember, we are beautiful, loved and blessed. See what I did there, Ashley? You got to remember where we are and who we are and how much what we say affects us. That is the energy around us. So we should, the words we speak always influence that energy. That's why music matters so much. You know, consider the lyrics we like to listen to and, and how many times we sing and repeat those lyrics. It is changing us and is affecting us. And, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't listen to certain songs because I, I love hip hop and certain other things too. But when you're listening to those things and when you're, you're speaking those things, you have to be aware the effects of those spoken words. And so yeah. aware, I think is the most, one of the most important things for us to move forward and continue to be able to persevere saying and putting out into the universe, what we're feeling and what we want. Absolutely. Um, I, I know that Ashley's having, uh, a lot of uh, ongoing internet connectivity issues. So she's going to have to jet here, but uh, actually thank you so, so much for, for coming and hanging, hanging with us for a little bit. And um, once you got, if the connectivity gets better, please come back on. We, we miss you. Jeff page and I miss you greatly. Thank you for coming and hanging out with us in Atlanta. When you were here, we had an amazing time. Um, but um, everybody think about it. <laughs> To Ashley Tamar. Thank you so, so much. And if you want to find more information, you can go to AshleyTamar.com, which will redirect you to TamarDavis.com. So I just made the URL. But check out her all of her stuff on uh, Spotify and also on her website. Mwah, mwah, mwah. You're the best, girl. Mwah. <laughs> all right. Ashley Tamar has got a job. Um, so, yeah, it's important, I think, to, to kind of pay it on touch. I mean, listen. When a scientist finds a formula that actually works, they don't just go then back to focusing on the formulas that didn't work. They analyze what did work and then what all went into making that formula work. And then they replicate that success. This kind of goes to what I was talking about before in regards to, you know, if you get to the end of a great day when you've accomplished a lot and there's a lot of things going on, figure out what helped you have that productive day. Analyze what went into that day. What did you eat? Uh, just like Dorothy Inez was talking about, you know, keeping a, a journal about what was going on. What were you listening to while you were working? Was there a specific artist that you were listening to? Um, one of the artists that I've I had I'd never even heard of before that I would that Spotify had suggested to me, and I'd never even heard of him. Uh, was an artist named Tall Black Guy. I had never heard of him, and Spotify just started pumping this music to me and. It's, it was really allowed me to stay focused. It was great. It had really good, it was just, it's kind of those types of things. How, how much sleep did you get the night before? Did you take vitamins or supplements? Did you turn off your email alerts or social media distractions? I mean, or social media notifications, you know, just document your days and replicate the success and stay focus that's i mean that's ultimately the the best goals that you can do is just trying to figure out exactly what you know 
Um, sorry, Jeff, that I kept you <laughs> kept you large while I was talking the whole time. You had to awkwardly sit there, Lawrence. Hey, agree. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. So, um, Dorothy Inez, I do want to. I'm going to share this link uh, that you shared with me. Um, she actually has a book um, that will help you. Uh, kick the funk to the curb and elevate your vibration. And it's called 15 tips, 15 tips to raise your vibe. And it's free. Dorothy, I know you want to talk to about this a little bit. I want to, I will share that link uh, in Facebook and uh, Facebook and YouTube. So be, uh, just, just go to this, uh, go to this, link here fill out the form and you you can download it but you want to talk a little bit more about um about that yeah it's a cute little book that um i created for for all my purple people today from the a larger book that i've got um coming out and it's it's a guide to help you when you're having these moments where you're feeling down and not wanting to um to get out there. It's some ways that I've used in my life to help me get out of the funk as we've been talking about, you talked yeah. about last week. So there's some inspirational quotes in here. And then there's some things, like I said, steps that you can take that I truly believe if you just pick one of the 15 and put that into practice or pick three and, and put them into practice, I know that they will help um, to share shift your vibes, shift your mood, and um, help you get into a better space and place as you navigate uh, what's going on in your life. So it's really a gift from my heart to you. Uh, if you're watching on, uh, maybe we should also put this on the scroll too, because some people, uh, I put this up, it's really in easy to remember if you're doing this way. It's bit.ly slash release the funk. That's B-I-T dot ly slash release the funk for those who are listening on iHeartRadio or if you're listening on spotify or however you may be listening to this after the fact all you gotta do is go to bit.ly slash release the funk and you can get this for free i know some of you guys don't have the visual component if you're listening to the audio side of this as well um so can I add one other thing in here? A tool sure. that I keep yeah. right here is one thing is using essential oils to help elevate. Yes. Um, you know, I, I, I can get stressed out and I struggle with sleep. So I've got stress away from young living and calmer from doTERRA. And you just put these on when you're getting ready to meditate or you're getting ready to go to bed or you're about to, you know, have an anxiety attack just using pure essential oils, not synthetic, will really help to uh, shift because they, they connect with uh, parts of the brain and just really help you relax or elevate your mood if you're feeling tired. Essential oils or, you know, scents, incense, all that can really help shift the way you feel in your home. Yeah, it's a uh... Garrett, what do you do to kind of get in your mode? Is there something special? I mean, some of you use special oils. Some of you, uh, like myself, I, I, I've been using well for my active day. I've been talking. I've been talking about this, giving free promotion to these guys <laughs> for, for like days now. 
when I'm like working during the day, I always do this uh, alpha brain is what I normally do for memory and focus when I'm working. And uh, I, I, it's just something that I, I remember I heard about. I think Joe Rogan was talking about it. I'm not, I don't think I've ever heard an entire broadcast on his, but um, it really helps me stay focused and obviously paying attention to the, the type of music that I'm listening to and what I'm putting into my body. And of course, if I want to sleep, uh, I always get the help of Tommy Chong. <laughs> a, little CBD. a little CBD action. Never hurt anybody. And, yeah. and, some, and some Garden of Eden for my purple people. Put it in a diffuser. Yeah, I actually have got the Garden of Eden uh, incense because mm-hmm. uh, I saw it at uh, Electric Fetus. Yep. And when I was in Minneapolis, they had the Garden of Eden uh, incense and I bought it. And I ran out and I happened to find it online and bought like a hundred of them. And yeah, it's a fantastic incense. So it definitely is, uh, it definitely is fantastic. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Page is laughing at me because I just promoted CBD. Uh, hey, you know, Garrett's got my back. Don't you have my back, Garrett? <laughs> hey, man. I don't use CBD. <laughs> he got the real thing. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the, the son, the son of Gary Scheider. He's he's learned the ways of the shaman. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the ways of the of the, what they say. Uh, we got turned out by the hippies up in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> they say he was turned out by them hippies. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So we wanted to have some little bit of a, you know, some motivational things that we were kind of uh, talking about as well. Please make sure that you, uh, Jeff, do you have the capability to add a banner for that Bitly address for Dorothy Inez's book? I think I could probably do it too. Uh, actually, well, we had it up there. It's fine. We we we'll also put it up there as well. But I wanted to kind of add some motivational quotes and inspirational things for you. Uh, to kind of take as we kind of close this up. Uh, here's one for, uh, and Dorothy Inez, you may actually have some quotes that that work for you as far as perseverance and motivation is, is concerned in regards to what we've been talking about tonight. Uh, but here's one from um, Marie Curie. Uh, or, yeah, it's how I pronounce it. For some reason, I just it doesn't sound right coming out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> life is not easy for any of us, but what of that? We must have perseverance and above all confidence in ourselves. We must believe that we are gifted for something and that this thing must be attained. That's kind of what I was talking about before. It's like God has given all of us a gift. It's your job to figure out what that gift is. And some of it's really, really obvious and just working towards that goal. Um, then I was trying to think it was another one here, Michael Chiza or Chiza perseverance doesn't always mean winning and losing perseverance means showing up and rising to the occasion and performing. That's a good one too. Jeff, you had a couple of them. Actually, uh, I do. Uh, first one is if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. And that's Martin Luther King Jr. That's a really great message for for Cammy too. Cammy kind of feels like she's kind of up against the wall, and she's feel like she's limited by the physical things that are going on. And that's a great inspirational quote. It's just like do what you can do within your 
within your capabilities and just keep keep moving. Yeah. Uh, Dorothy Inez, did you have uh, one that you that's that's an always go to quote for you? Well, I have two. So nice. when we think about fear, we can feel everything and run, or it's an acronym, or we can feel everything and rise. So feel everything and run or feel everything and rise. And then one that I look at every single day is I've got this little cute thing and it says, you can fly anytime your wings are always there. <laughs> nice. That's a good one. Um, I've also got a couple more too. We're going to there's there's a couple that are a little bit long because they're they're song lyrics and I wanted to I wanted to kind of share those too. Uh, uh, let me take I don't know why this Ashley Tamar scroll is happening here. Um, Cami wanted to know. So Dorothy, you said to DM you. Where should I do that? If you want to DM my Facebook is Cami Mattingly. I look forward to talking with you, Cami. I'll put you guys in touch. But I wanted to make sure that was that was out there. Um, if you want to get into lyrics before you do that, I, I can, I have one more. Um, sure. That's my, this one I learned when I was maybe 13, I was super young, but it just resonated and it's Calvin Coolidge. And it was nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men with talent. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. And I heard that when I was maybe 13, and I just wrote it down and always read it. Nice. Crazy, right? <laughs> That's uh, Calvin Coolidge. Calvin Coolidge. Um, all right. So I've got a couple of lyrics I want to read you just as for kind of closing inspiration uh one is by an artist that i was not familiar with again thanks to spotify they kind of pushed this, these people on to me but it's a song that we have added to the funked up broadcast uh by a gentleman named brayton bowman and the song is called jaywalk and the lyrics go you got to jaywalk when you can't wait to be okay you got to jaywalk if you can't let go of yesterday you better jaywalk. You can't keep waiting on a light to change. Strut your shit and pound the pavement. It's time to jaywalk. If you take two steps forward and one step back, then, you'll sh then you're still moving forward. No, you can't look back. If you take two steps forward and one step back, then you're still moving forward. So you better not look back. That's that's a pretty cool song. I'm hearing break the rules on that song. Yeah, it's just whatever. If something's getting in your way and you're waiting for an invitation to get yeah. to your goal or you're waiting for an invitation to do something. Yeah, just jaywalk. Just, you know, it. go <laughs> off the beaten path and, right. and do it. Yeah. Right. And this other one is, um, this other one's about similarly long, but it's a song called Show Me Your Soul by Robert Glasper and Layla Hathaway. And um, I, I had not heard this song until today when I was kind of just playing music in the background. It just hit me as I was working and the, just, the lyrics caught my, caught my ear. Uh, again, the song is called Show Me Your Soul by Robert Glasper and Layla Hathaway. And it says, do you know who you are? 
where you come from and what you possess. You're so much more than a star. There is power in your greatness. Oh, don't you know you are a god and a goddess, king and a queen most high. You are a light. You are the one. You've been chosen. Whole world is hoping. Now is the time. Show me your soul. Where is your soul? Where is your soul? Show me your soul. In my mind, you're a seed in the essence of life. Black butterfly, spread your wings, find your purpose, and fly. Don't you forget, there is a reason you came here. Master ordained and divine, this is your day. Make this much more than a moment. Claim it and own it. Shine, baby, shine. You need to post that one. That was, that's <laughs> good. That's good. Yeah, so it's uh, some of these songs just kind of come. It's like this really, really purposeful. And again, that was not even on my radar. And I was working today and it came on Spotify. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's a that's one I got to write down. But uh, definitely check it out because musically it's a fantastic song too. Uh, show Me Your Soul. It's by Robert Glasper and Layla Hathaway. I think on Spotify it's under Layla Hathaway. But Show Me Your Soul. Christopher, you know something just what you just said there um i did a post um on my wall today and i was talking about how often we ask people how are you and we all have this programmed response we all say fine and in this day and age most people aren't fine and so one of my old pastors um, about five years ago he wrote this book judah smith called how's your soul because that throws people off because that's what you really want to know. That's what's really behind the question. How are you? Because um, when you ask people, how's your soul? That kind of throws them off and it gets them to think, how is my soul? Mm -hmm. You know, and so it opens up deeper conversations than the robotic response that we all want to give because we really need to be. And I talk about that in the in the little guide is. We need to start listening more. We need to start being aware of the, the people that we love and, and, and notice if there's any changes in their behavior and really care about how are you really doing? Like Tamar said, be willing um, and ready to uh, listen because you might hear some things you didn't know were, were going on behind the smile. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Garrett? I know we, we, we didn't really, I know I hate pressing you for quotes because I know that <laughs> makes you uncomfortable sometimes, but I know you probably have some quotes. You you always surprise me anyway. Hold <laughs> oh, on. Okay. Now I'm over. Okay. Well, last time I was on, I gave you this one. I said, uh, you never learn to swim in, unless you jump into the water. That's right. Uh, so I got that one. Um, Here's one that I can't claim. This is Nike's, but I always loved it. Just do it. Um, <laughs> and one more. Don't be afraid to be who you know you are. Don't be afraid. Be that person. It's okay. Yep. We That's... need that person. Whoever that person is, the world needs you. Be that person. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Again, and I'm so glad that all of you joined us. Uh, thank you to Ashley Tamar for, for dropping in really, really briefly. I know she had some scheduling conflicts, but it was great that she actually was able to come in and, and join us. Uh, I'm hoping that this Find the Funk 
stuff that we're doing, this wellness broadcast is really, I mean, even if it just helps one or two people, I, I am perfectly okay with that. Um, but I just kind of felt like having very talented musicians like Ashley Tamar and, and Garrett and Jeff Page, who's co-host, he's always here, he has no choice, um, in, in here to kind of... Uh, you know, just just kind of just share their life experiences and the things that they're going through and how they're they're just people just like you and I and there are things that are happening that are applicable to your life and i think it's much more important to do a broadcast that will help make your life better and i would love to hear some of your feedback and uh, I cannot thank Dorothy Inez enough uh, for coming on also and kind of being, uh, you know, the voice of uh, the voice of reason and all this madness. Dorothy Inez, again, if you want uh, her, if you want to get her book, just go to the uh, bit.ly, bit.ly slash release the funk. You can also see uh, her stuff on the uh, website at uh, dorothyinez.com. And uh, you can check it out there. And Cami, we will put you on touch. We'll make sure that you can kind of get in touch. And so Dorothy Inez, it was such a blessing having you here. Thank you so, so much for being well to come on. I just want to say thank you guys for sharing your light um, with me today. I've learned so much from, from all three of you gentlemen. So thank you for allowing me to be a part of this sacred moment. Uh, we, we And we love having you. And of course, it is always a blessing to have Garrett Schneider come on, man. I just, I mean, dude is one of the most talented cats on the planet. Uh, you can also, I mean, while there is a lot of information on Garrett at georgeclinton.com slash family slash Garrett dash Scheider, he actually has, why don't I have that? What's What's the actual... Uh, website address for your direct web, uh, your direct site. So we're redoing the funkstar.com. So that's the website, but you won't find it right now because it's under repairs. However, you can still log that in because it'll be up soon. And uh, you can find me on any of your social media sites. Uh, you can find my music anywhere you stream your music. I'm everywhere. Uh, you can even Google me, man, and check me on out find my podcast uh, I, I have the stuffs and things podcast that will be back very soon this year um so just check me out man just google star child jr or garrett scheider and then just explore yeah it's it's always amazing i mean um your website is a lot more consumable or digestible than Danny Bedrosian's website, which I kind of feel like <laughs> there's so much stuff on his site. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like there's so many rabbit holes. It's like almost like the Wikipedia of funk. It's like, <laughs> what's happening here? Well, uh, try to keep it simple. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and I love that about you. And of course, if you listen to the Funked Up app, you can uh, definitely hear all of Garrett Scheider's uh, music. We have Garrett's music playing off and on, including he's got a bumper on there as well. Oh, um, and it's going to be, it's, it's awesome stuff. And of course, my illustrious co-host, the one and only Jeff Page. And you can check out his music too. He's got music as well at jeffpagemusic.com. Um, and that's the right address, right? <laughs> Yeah. I, just, I didn't even have it written down. It's right off the top of my head. I know that's right because I've been there a million times. Uh, yeah. So, and 
again, thank you guys so, so much for it. And again, if I want to tell you that the next broadcast that we will be talking about, the next episode that we're going to be talking about here is something that's a little bit more, um, I'm not exactly sure what our, who's going to be a guest that's going to be willing to come on to talk about this particular topic. Uh, but our next episode, we will be talking about living with regret. Um, a lot of people don't understand this, but some of the things that you've done in your life in the past can really affect who you are today. How the impact of that may, you know, affects the decisions that you make today, the person that you are today. But in some people's cases, they hold on to it and they make it. Uh, they let it define them now, even though that wasn't who they were back in the day. And it, it, they're a totally different person now, but they still let it affect who they are today. And so we're going to kind of talk a little bit about how you can kind of at least shake that. some of that. Yeah. How, how do you how do you shake some of that? How do you you know, how do you leave that regret behind and how do you, you know, psychologically kind of remove yourself from it to kind of free yourself from those bonds of regret. And uh, it's a powerful topic. Uh, not exactly sure how we're going to attack it. But uh, again, I felt like this was really, really important to kind of have this wellness broadcast that is still involved and enveloped and intertwined with music. But uh, again, it's going to help you with your life and help you kind of move forward. Cause I don't think anybody's doing this kind of thing that's involved with music. It's just awesome. And to be able to hear some of the great stories, like from Garrett, Garrett, uh, if I have my computer has been making some noises. Um, I was going to call Jeff page, but I think I just, just have you just come over and do it. I'm still learning. Give me about another month. <laughs> Get you up to speed quickly, Garrett. Man, I can't. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, I think I might need to give you a call. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> well, guys, thank you everyone for, for joining us on this episode of Funk the Funk, episode two uh, The Power of Perseverance. And we hope that it's been a blessing to you. Check out all of the fantastic stuff of Garrett Shattered. You can just Google him, and he's all over the place. And of course, visit DorothyInez.com for uh, all the information on Dorothy Inez and how to get in touch with her and contact her if you want to continue this discussion offline and you really need somebody to uh, walk you through. She's fantastic. And um, thank you all for joining us, and we will turn you back over to your normally scheduled evening. Thank you, guys. Garrett, thank Jeff you. Page, Dorothy Inez, thank you guys so, so much. See y'all. All right, everyone. Good night. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you so much. Good night. Oh, good, man. Thanks, y'all, for having me. All right, Garrett. We'll talk to you later. Hey, brother. Jeff, uh, DM me or something, man. You got you. I will. I All will. right. I definitely oh, yeah. yeah, and Garrett, we need to get a new bumper for you for Purple Yoda Radio. Okay. That's a, that's a new broadcast that we got. I'll talk to you offline about it. Okay, let me know. I got you. I got you. <laughs> All right, everyone. Have a good night. Peace, y'all. <laughs> Peace.